The Modern Psalmist Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Modern Psalmist Podcast. I'm Rebecca De La Torre, and this weekend we're celebrating the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Cycle A. The psalm for this Sunday is from chapter 23, one of the most quoted and remembered of all the psalms. The response for this particular Sunday is, I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Here's my version of the response. I shall live While there are more versions of this particular psalm than we can even count, the ones that resonate with me the most are those that help instill a sense of peace. That's what I'm trying to accomplish here, a peaceful, contemplative sound that helps you meditate on the scripture. I hope you enjoy it. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord is my shepherd. Goodness and kindness follow me 
version of Psalm 23, The House of the Lord, for the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. You can find the link to the psalm recording and sheet music online in the show notes or at themodernpsalmist.com. As you could tell, the response for this Sunday focuses on the house of the Lord and how the Lord provides for us, just like a shepherd cares for his sheep. Similarly, the first reading from Isaiah chapter 25 describes the banquet of the Lord, saying, On this mountain the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines. Juicy, rich food and pure, choice wines. And even in the gospel from Matthew chapter 22, Jesus tells the parable of the king who gave the wedding feast. The latter part of verse 4 says, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Therefore, I thought the sacred song in Latin, Panis Angelicus, which means bread of the angels, was an appropriate choice for a communion song today. The lyrics are all in Latin, but here's an approximate English translation. Bread of angels made the bread of men. The bread of heaven puts an end to all symbols, a thing wonderful. The Lord becomes our food, poor, a servant, and humble. We beseech thee, Godhead one in three, that thou wilt visit us as we worship thee. Lead us through thy ways. We who wish to reach the light in which thou dwellest. I've recorded Panis Angelicas in four-part harmony. It really is stretching the lower end of my range. Normally the song is in D, but I had to transpose it up to E to hit the lower notes. Here is Panis Angelicus. Panis Angelicus
to take a moment to reflect on the gospel reading for this Sunday from Matthew chapter 14. Jesus tells the parable of the king who gave the wedding feast. In essence, the king prepares a huge feast for his people and invites them, but they ignore the invitation and even abuse and kill the king's servants. So the king decides to invite everyone to the feast, saying to his servants, Go out, therefore, into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. So at this point, I interpret this to mean that when God's chosen people rejected him, all the Gentiles were invited in their place. The gospel continues saying, The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. I find it interesting that the bad and good alike were all invited and that the bad were even allowed to the hall in the first place. But this is how the parable goes. And so the king comes out to meet his guests and finds a man, quote, not dressed in a wedding garment. And when the king questions him, he's reduced to silence. So the king has him bound and thrown out. Okay, first of all, I've had a hard time with this parable because the king did invite everyone. Why would he invite someone just to have him thrown out? But ultimately, what is Jesus trying to tell us in this parable? I've had to think a lot about it, and I wonder if the banquet is supposed to represent Judgment Day. But if so, what does the lack of a wedding garment signify? And how could this apply to us? Obviously, the man who was thrown out was reduced to silence. This is significant. Like, he knew he wasn't supposed to be there. He knew he was out of place and had nothing to say to defend himself. But who is that man today, in our day and age? Is that me? Will I be reduced to silence when I'm finally face-to-face with the Lord? The best interpretation I can come up with is that the man who had the audacity to come to the wedding feast without even getting dressed appropriately must be likened to the people who just go to church on Sunday and go through the motions without really preparing their hearts and souls to receive the Word of God. I'm definitely guilty at times of just going through the motions myself without really putting my heart into it. So I'm led to believe that this is part of the message of the parable that we need to do our best to prepare ourselves, to prepare our souls, to one day face the King of kings and Lord of lords, and therefore not be reduced to silence in His awesome presence. That's part of why I wrote this simple meditative song, We Are Yours, that I've shared on this podcast before, to help center my heart and further prepare my soul for the banquet of the Lord. Open our eyes to see you. Open our hearts to your truth. We are yours.
hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Modern Psalmist podcast for the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. Until next time, have a wonderful week, and may God bless you. This episode of The Modern Psalmist was recorded and produced at Top Cat Studios in Tempe, Arizona. Mm-hmm.